I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, Biden makes call for stablecoin regulation. Coinbase acquires a new startup. And this is why I tell you not to mess with meme coins. That's coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021. There's an interesting conversation that's been going on for a while, and now bigger names are starting to weigh in on it. And the conversation is around inflation and hyperinflation. The other day, Jack, the CEO of Twitter, tweeted, hyperinflation is going to change everything. It's happening. And, you know, a lot of people are criticizing Jack because of this, because first, a lot of other big names in like the financial market or investing market, for example, Kathy Woods, is pretty much more kind of like equal or even keel with it saying, yeah, there's inflation, but we're not going to get hyperinflation. And remember, hyperinflation is a term that's usually reserved for inflation about 50% a month. And when you compound that inflation, we're talking about thousands of a percent of annual increase. Right now, we're around 5.4% up from a year ago. And so that's the highest rate in America in the past 30 years. However, it's a stretch to call that, actually it's just not true to call that hyperinflation. Other places around the world are experiencing even higher inflation. In Nigeria, it's up 16%. It's up 9%, 10% in Argentina and many other places. And they say that it's around 1.2 billion people in the world are experiencing some kind of very high inflation. It's not quite hyperinflation like you saw in Zimbabwe or Venezuela. But it is higher inflation than everybody is used to. Now, people are criticizing Jack because, you know, if you're trying to play this Bitcoin narrative and telling everybody to run for the hills, buy Bitcoin because of inflation and saying that hyperinflation is coming, it sounds like you're trying to or he is trying to kind of produce this self-fulfilling prophecy. But yet a lot of people see this inflation and they see that it's not stopping. Remember, we've been hearing for quite some time from the Fed from the Biden administration, that inflation is going to be under control. And they keep pushing back further when inflation is going to flatline. And the thing is, we listen to what they say on the news or whatever. It's like, it's going to you know slow down. We're going to be okay. But we feel it in our everyday life when it comes to the pump, when it comes to the grocery store, when it comes to our goods, our services. We feel and we see that we're spending more money. And it's not just 5%. So it almost feels like we're being gaslit by people. And sadly, this is one of those things where you're just going to have to wait and see the results. But in the meantime, a lot of people want to start planning for the, I don't know, the, the future outcome, regardless of what it might be, some sort of greater inflation, even hyperinflation, or just, you know, a consistent 5% inflation year over year. And where do you put your money? And that's where you're seeing that there's a lot more risk taking in the markets because they're trying to figure out how do you keep the, the same amount of money in investments? For example, if inflation is 2.4% year over year, then you can put your money in something that yields 3 or 4% and you keep the same amount of money or the same buying power as you had or the same values you had before. If inflation is 5.4%, that means you have to find riskier investments to get that money back, something that's yielding 6, 7, 8, 
So you can make a little money on your money and you don't lose money. So again, it's one of these situations where we're going to have to see how it unfolds in the future. In the meantime, everybody's trying to figure out what to do with their money. And please go to the show notes, click the link to this article, look at the comments to Jack's tweet, because people from all over the Bitcoin spectrum to the traditional finance spectrum to the finance reporting spectrum is weighing in on this question because of how important it is. And it shows you how little we know about what's going to happen in the future. But there is some good advice within those tweets. Check it out. And if you want to email me about it, email me, MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co. Speaking of which, I got an email yesterday. And I, I like this email because it shows how cool. I, 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 let me read this for you. First, this is from Roderick in Indiana. He says, thank you for the show. He says, good luck on the campaign. I'm not going to read all this stuff because honestly, I think that's almost like <laughs> a kind of egotistical if I read compliments and thanks for the show on the, on the show. But anyway, but he did write this and I thought it was super cool and I wanted to bring it to your attention. One thing that might brighten up your day is to learn that kids, fifth and sixth grade gifted students that I teach are absolutely interested in crypto. Multiple students of mine are mining using NiceHash, like me. I hear them talking about Bitcoin and also Doge and SHIB, of course, and know more about blockchains and crypto than most adults. The future is bright from Roderick in Indiana. And I love that. I absolutely love that. Everybody's trying to get engaged with new technology. And the thing is, you're able to get engaged. You're able to use your laptop and start mining, start trading, start hodling, start uh, just playing with like the metaverse or Decentraland or NFTs. Like you said, it's kids, fifth and sixth grade. They're really gravitating toward this. And I love that. Anyway, Roderick, thank you very much for the email. And now let's take a look at those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 11.10 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is in at $63,182, up 2% in 24, while Ethereum is at $4,445, up 1.9%. Binance Coin, $544, up 1.3%. Tether number 4 spot and Cardano, $1.97, down about 0.9%. Rounding off the top 10, we have Solana, XRP, Polkadot, which Polkadot hit its all-time high of $53.25 four hours ago. Currently, it's sitting at $52.12. Number 9, Shiba Inu. And number 10, Dogecoin. Total market cap, we're at $2.71 trillion of BTC dominance of 44.0% and an F dominance of 19.4. And real quick on some price action, Squid Game Token seems as though they have rugged. From CoinMarketCap, they say this, we received multiple reports that the website and socials are no longer functional and users are not able to sell this token on PancakeSwap. There is growing evidence that this project has rugged. means a rug pull. Please DYOR, do your own research, do your own due diligence. And as you know, this coin was inspired by Squid Game, the show on Netflix, but it's not affiliated with it. This is just somebody who made, and I told you, anybody can make a meme token. Put it on Binance Smart Chain or Ethereum or Solana or whatever. Same thing with NFTs. They can spoof uh, CryptoPunks or board ape yacht club you they can do anything and make you buy fake stuff or do things like this and give you a rug this is why when shib came out this is why when these floki frunk puppy tokens come out i say be careful sure shib maybe you should have bought it <laughs> but most of the people that you know know this space they don't even care these tokens come out all the time there's nothing good about these tokens there's nothing practical about these tokens there's nothing uh there's no use cases you know out of these tokens and this is what happens people put their money into squid game token thinking that it might be the next shib and they get rugged all-time high for this shit coin was two thousand eight hundred and sixty one dollars set a day ago and then they rugged it went down pretty much 100 percent it's sitting at point 
$0.003 cents from $2,800. Somebody ran away with millions. Please, be careful. This is gambling. This is even worse than gambling because people have malicious intent to steal your money off of this hopium of getting rich on the next crazy go up meme coin. Moving into today's headlines. Coinbase, the largest crypto exchange in the United States, has announced its acquisition of Agara, a startup that operates a customer support platform powered by AI, or artificial intelligence. The two companies didn't disclose the terms of the deal. However, it's expected to be between somewhere around 40 to $50 million, according to TechCrunch. Coinbase, they said this in a statement. The acquisition reinforces our commitment to deliver world-class support for customers and brings Agara's deep expertise in machine learning and natural language processing to Coinbase's engineering team. Through this acquisition, we'll be able to provide our customers with new personalized, intelligent, and real-time support options. So in a nutshell, basically they're saying, they see you, they hear you, they're going to improve their customer support, but they're not going to hire anybody. They're going to get a robot to do it. (laughs) <laughs> which is probably the most annoying conversation to have is like these automated like customer support systems. They're just super, super annoying. Maybe in our lifetime, they'll get so good that we won't even know that they're not a person. Maybe they are that good right now. Then we don't know that they're a person and we just think we're talking to people. But I don't think so. I think that it's going to be a cumbersome process still. And everybody's going to be upset with their customer support. But I could be wrong. All operators are busy at the moment. Please state your name. Your call is being recorded. (sighs) Equify, the DeFi investment platform, recently launched its global secured credit card from MasterCard. And now this is going to allow its users to make real-time payments in-store and online. So, in a nutshell, there is more ways for people to use their crypto to make uh, payments in real-time, in real-life, in the real world using the crypto teaming with like MasterCard and so on and so forth. And this is the newest one, Equify. The SEC or the Securities and Exchange Commission has delayed a deadline for the decision on the proposed Valkyrie Bitcoin fund to January 7th, 2022. The SEC said this in a statement. The commission finds that it's appropriate to designate a longer period within which to issue an order approving or disapproving the proposed rule change so that it has significant time to consider the proposed rule change and the issues raised in the comment letters that have been submitted. Now remember, this is for a spot ETF, not a futures ETF. The futures ETF has already been out there in the wild for a while. We know that from last week. Remember, when it comes to futures ETFs, the SEC operates on a negative consent model, which means a company's future ETF gains approval if the SEC doesn't object to the product during the necessary time period. For a spot ETF, you need affirmative approval from the SEC. So basically, the SEC needs to say, yes, go ahead with your spot ETF, not just not say anything and kind of like let you do it. So remember, a spot ETF needs a yes from the SEC to be able to execute. Ethereum NFT metaverse game The Sandbox raises $93 million in a funding round. Now their token, SAN, is up 244% this week on the metaverse hype. Remember, Facebook changed its name to Meta. It is doubling down on the metaverse. And blockchain metaverses are really making gains, making moves on that news. Why? Well, I'm not too sure. 
But I suspect it's a middle finger from the blockchain decentralized community saying, no, 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 Facebook, you're not going to lead this charge. We're going to lead this charge. And let's just put our money where our mouth is and start developing. Let's start raising funds. Let's start hodling the tokens. We're going to do this, not you. That's what I feel. What do you think? Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay's Packers quarterback and three-time NFL MVP, announced today that he's the latest professional athlete to take a portion of his salary in Bitcoin. The deal is in partnership with the money transfer service Cash App, which will kick off a $1 million Bitcoin giveaway on Twitter and Instagram. Aaron Rodgers tweeted this. He says, I believe Bitcoin and the future is bright. That's why I'm teaming up with Cash App to take a portion of my salary in Bitcoin today. To make Bitcoin more accessible to my fans, I'm giving out a total of $1 million or $1 million in BTC too. Drop your cash tag with hashtag paid in Bitcoin and follow at Cash App. And finally, Biden administration to Congress. Put stablecoins under federal supervision or we will. If U.S. lawmakers don't act, regulators will have the authority to take their own measures, according to a long-awaited report from the President's Working Group on Financial Markets. The U.S. government published a long-awaited report on stablecoins on Monday, outlining proposed measures that could pose challenges to the business model or even the very existence of some companies that issue the digital tokens, which are designed to hold the same value as fiat currencies like the dollar. The report published by a consortium of federal agencies, including the Treasury Department, calls for Congress to pass laws that require stablecoin issuers to become insured depository institutions or banks. Circle, the parent company of the USDC, pledged to hold only dollars in short-term treasury bills and to apply for a federal bank charter. In a statement, Circle CEO Jeremy Allaire praised the report's recommendations. He said, and quote, We are fully supportive of the call for Congress to act and establish federal banking supervision for stablecoin issuance. The rapid scaling and strategic importance of this to dollar competitiveness in an age of crypto and blockchain is critical, he said. And just to casually throw this out there, I think if Biden is asking Congress to regulate stablecoins, you might want people in Congress that understand the crypto space. Just throwing that out there casually. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. And a shout out to Lucian for listening to his first episode. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.